0: Welcome to Echoes of Holiness Podcast.
1: Never blame nobody if I don't preach. Never blame nobody. You're making a mistake, young man or old man. You go out in the world and you look for reasons, excuses, and somebody to blame if you don't do no good. And nobody's fault but yours. Lord, give me something I can do. Lord, give me something I can do. And if I fail to do it, and my soul is lost, it's nobody's fault but mine. Don't blame nobody. Tell you something, preacher man, when you, you say, if they'd have helped me, I could have preached. No, you couldn't.
0: That's right, you. Amen. Eddie got behind
1: me, I could have sang. You mean you can't carry two if people don't back you? <laughs> I'd be ashamed to tell it. <laughs> Help me right now, Lord. Fifty-one years ago, lost as a man could get lost. No upbringing. Wasn't taken to church. Didn't know anything about God in the Bible. I thought J-O-B was Job. I didn't know a Job. I thought Psalms was Psalms. I didn't know it. I mean, I was ignorant as a hog. Amen, I was. I was ignorant as a hog. I know there ain't nobody else like me, and I don't try to be like nobody else. I tried to change. I did, honestly. I did. I saw fellows I knew were doing better than I'd ever do. I got down and prayed earnestly when I heard G.W. and Dan sing before G.W. was ever married. Great Lamb of God. My Jesus. I heard them boys sing, it stirred me up, so I just went to praying ferociously, seriously, down to business, on singing. God, I said, help me to sing, bless me to sing. Right in the middle of my famous praying, the Lord interrupted me. I mean, he didn't wait for me to finish. He didn't politely wait for me to get through. He just interrupted and said, roared right in on me, I did not call you to sing. I called you to preach. He's talking to me in English. <laughs> you don't understand him, he'll make you understand yes, him. My little girl said, where that lady is is dressed in blue right back there with the lady dressed in white. I don't know what it is about young lady, but the Lord understands. you hear me? My girl was in this building. The night the Lord from heaven gave me the message on, oh, I don't understand. I don't understand, I remember. My girl was in confusion. She's like a lot of our young ladies and young men today, didn't know who to marry or who to go with or where to go with anybody or not. And she was traveling with us. And we was trying to help her, you know. Mm-hmm. And that night here in this building, the good Lord knows you, boy. i me interrupt this story tell you when at Cherokee Indian in South Oklahoma. Well, Willie Paget got saved. He went back to his full blood Cherokee mother. I'm glad of that blood that's in me. I, I just appreciate Indians and everybody. Will Rogers said he never met a man he didn't like. Well, I like people too. And I never met one I couldn't speak to. I tried to witness to one and I said I believe we'll start with the weather, and I said, "Looks like it's going to rain." Don't you? he said, "I'm such an old fool. Folks have to tell me when it looks like rain." <laughs> I like to lost my footing. <laughs> I felt like turning him over to Satan for blasphemy and going on to the next one.
0: <laughs>
1: but you know, the Lord understands. And when Willie got saved, he went back to Mama and he said, "Mama, Jesus saved Willie." She could just speak a few broken words of English. A bunch of my ancestors done that. They, when I preached at dark Oklahoma, on the streets, full of Indian Choctaws all in front of me, one of them said, Me no got him! Me get him! Me want him like you got him! Yeah. <laughs> I understood that talk. Yeah. Willie's mama said, Jesus saved Willie! Jesus saved Mama! Tried to pray through in her broken English and couldn't do it! And she said, Son, me no pray through English, me pray through Cherokee. God speaks it fluently, always (laughs) has. Back when my forefathers beat the drums and danced around the teepees, God understands, you hear me? He has a perfect understanding of what's wrong with your arm, boy. That night he answered Becky's prayer. After church, the only time, you know, it's hard to get your children to brag on your preaching. That boy plays that guitar there. And if you think about it someday and you think he needs to tell him, Brother Moore has a great love for him. Just a place there have, always has been. But did you know it's hard to get them to brag on your preaching? Other folks just are going, uh, start to say, Wow, but I need to learn more about English. <laughs> Thinking you're doing great. Your wife may not ever say amen or never mention it. Did you notice that? They know you better. They know you can do better than that sometimes. But uh, Becky said, Daddy, that was for me. And that young lady that was looking for a mate, wanted to marry in the will of God and go with somebody that the Lord wanted to go with, went off traveling and got way off into Georgia, where they said, y'all come back. Say, pecans instead of pecans. Yeah. Talk different. She met a little old squirt. Don't tell him I said that. Just a little feller. you know, that means not very big. <laughs> Fell for him and he failed for her. And you know, I was driving up the road and of all the boys she'd kind of talked to and been around, hundreds of them amongst the holy churches, the Spirit spoke to me driving up the road and tore me up. That Spirit came to me. There are spirits. They come to you in the night and the day all the time. And you know, the Spirit of the Lord came to me and said, She has found a boy in the state of Georgia. I said, What? She's found a boy in the state of Georgia. And you know it wasn't too long after that, maybe a month or so, that boy called me and said, uh, Brother Moore, yeah, he said, I wanted to ask you something. Well, I said, what is it? He said, could I marry your daughter? I wouldn't have given her to nobody. It was up to me. I'd have never give her to nobody. I said, the only reason you can, son, is because the Spirit told me that she found you before you called me. The only talk I talk a lot of time is just talk that I think you understand. Well, really, I'm not qualified to talk that good, but yet that's what I'd like to do. And the only reason I come to meetings and travel and have not had a, 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 a full night's sleep and I believe, the 51 years I've been saved. No, just catnap. And all night long, catnapping and praying, what do they need? It doesn't matter what it costs. It's what do you want them to have from me. This old Indian boy, have, part Indian and English and American and what have you, going through one time, I just got one trip through here, put something on my tongue, put something in my mind, help me to reset that somebody needs right out there. It don't matter what it costs. In a place while back, you believe in tithe paying. I do tithe offerings and alms, and then go on and give a little more to help the missionaries and others. In a place far back, don Lord give me five hundred dollars. I said, take God, and He said, give it to that man right over there. I didn't even get the whole ten percent of it. That's what's called a hundred percent giving, ain't it? <laughs> you ain't a tightwad, are you? <laughs> are you? <laughs> oh, you did do it. You did do it. Brother Dillard said, Are ye? Did you ever meet Wayne Dillard? He said, The Lord hoped me. I said he don't hardly know English. Until I read the Bible. Bible. Smart Alec. He hath opened his servant Israel. And since then I wouldn't mind saying they opened me. Do you know what English means? I don't. I don't know what I'll preach on. I've got two texts. If I've got time to preach two? I had it in mind to preach two because I I can't get straight down on which one to talk about. Be careful how you criticize the Holy Ghost. Brother in Georgia said, Lady, shut your mouth or God will kill you. You know you're an authority on English? I'm not. You heard somebody speak with tongues and sound like they said the same thing they said before, and they interpreted, and it was different and You took out the door and said, "If his God did sound the same, would it let 's have an english lesson now i 'm not an English teacher, but we've got a Japanese here we'll say from uh, Japan, and they want to learn english we 're going to teach it to them this morning, just a little lesson. We've taught it to this Japanese. Fast. And a man gets up and says, I'm going to fast today. He's going to go like a lightning today. This, we've learned this word to the Japanese, and fast means to go like a lightning. And I get up in my testimony and say, I'm going to fast today. He says, he's running today. All day long, he'll be going like a lightning. And then another one arises and says, I nailed it fast. He nailed it fast. He fixed it so it couldn't move. That's three definitions of the word fast. If you want to learn English to anybody, you're going to have a time with it. I can see where English would be a hard language to learn. You hear the Holy Ghost say, Honda Yamo T, and you just say, sound like Mala Hey Maldives, know what that means. Be careful in your judgment of the Holy Ghost. It has as much right to use one word to mean three things as we do. And you may judge some sister that talks in tongues or some brother you ever hear them fellas out of Del sound like the same thing over and over to me? I said, the fellas repeat themselves over and over and over. They ain't doing nothing but saying the same thing. But folks should understand that. No, they're not saying the same thing. But Del Rio sound like the same stuff to me over and over. You know I'm right, don't you? <laughs> You're better read than I am, but you know I'm right. Be careful about the Holy Ghost. That's just one word. We could use several others in the English language. It's, it's, uh, I want to sing since I've been here. and do some of my famous singing, but I haven't yet. Just a little bit or two during my, uh, my uh, orations. But uh, didn't you like Brother Huff? I loved it. I did. I, we were born much from each other nothing. Not a thing. We went we not swapping nothing or barring nothing or nothing. But uh, I'm either deceived or he's a man of God. I'm either deceived or he's a man of God. Seemed like I could hear his spirit saying, I want to get closer as I get nearer to the end of it all. If I'm famous in anything, I want it to be in the will of God and doing the service of God and being God's man in God's place at God's time, saying what he wants me to say. Seemed like I could hear that coming from him. Over and above what he's preaching.
0: God.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Two words have been on my mind on and off all night last night. And uh, I want to say a few things while I'm here that I should say, and I always think I'm gonna leave. I'm not important, I know that fifty one years have been on the road, I'm, I'm unless near the end. I'm I'm, I'm I'm back when my heart was black I was a preacher. And uh, sixty nine years old by the other day. Be and I are fixing to have our 50th wedding anniversary. never believed in gold a whole lot, but I'm looking for a bunch of it now. 50th wedding anniversary just coming up, and uh, I've changed my belief on gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all <on> in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told Brother Don Rich, one of the best friends I've got, we don't live just a few miles apart. If he's crooked, I know it, and if I'm crooked, he knows it, and we'd have found it out by now. But we're not. I do not have the gift of discernment. The gift that I prayed 20 years for, three times a day, works uh, uh, parallel to the gift of discernment. And some folks, because of that, have said that I have the gift of discernment. that passed that word around. That's how, that's how Don got that. But no, I do not have the gift of discernment. I've never told a soul that lives in this world what I have. I never told my wife. I was in a meeting, and a man got up at, at Richlands, and, and he was a strange preacher to us, and he asked us, what gifts do you have? What gift do you have? What gift do you have? And, and he was a, what they call a charismatic, and he, he, he belittled us because we would not say what gifts we had. As if we didn't have any. And nobody answered, and he kept asking the question in an attempt to humiliate and embarrass us and show us up and teach us that he had it and we didn't. After a while, I answered him because he kept asking. My brother, you're asking the question of us preachers what gifts we have. We believe that a man's gift maketh room for him. Without advertisement, he sat down. That's years and years ago. And Grant said, "Thank God! Thank God! Thank God!"
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for asking me, LL, to come up here and be with y'all in, in a few services. It's just always such a blessing to be with LL. But one LL Collins, never in the world be nobody else like LL Collins, and I love him, and he loves me. And we are friends. We're talking about one word for a little while, T-I-M-E. Can everybody tell it? Time, yes. Just nearly anybody can tell time. It's a very simple subject. The words mentioned at least 100 or 200 times, probably 200 or better. Time, times, and what have you. Uh, before time, at that time, at this time. But uh, I want to talk a little while about the word time. Time. What time is it? We hear that every day. What, what time have you got? Six o'clock all night as I woke, there's two little subjects came to me and one of them was time. I sing a song sometime and I may not sing it now but I'll and I'm not dedicating this to you that are late. That's not what's on my mind with it. Life on earth is very brief like the falling of a leaf and the binding of a sheaf beyond time. Leaving days are coming fast soon the fatal life will pass and the Savior comes at last beyond time. Did you ever sing it? Have you ever heard it? Anybody ever hear that old song? No. Very simple. Thank you for the request. (laughs) Amen. Did you think of Claude when this brother sang? Yeah. I did. I thought of Claude. Yeah bury me in a little graveyard place my bible by my side tell all my friends as they stand around me how i lived and how i died Claudine.
0: Claudine.
1: life on earth is very brief like the falling of a leaf and the binding of a sheep Beyond time Leaving days are coming fast Soon this fatal life will pass And the Savior comes at last Beyond time Beyond time Beyond time time. While the voice of Jesus calls you Beyond time If in sin you longer wait You may find no open gate Trust in him and don't be late, be on time. There is flowers soon decay, youth and beauty pass away, for we have not long to stay, be on time. While his spirit bid you home, say not, do not longer roam, for tomorrow will soon be gone, be on time, be on time. Beyond time, while the voice of Jesus calls you, beyond time, if in sin you longer wait, you may find no open gate, trust in him and don't delay, beyond time, won't you heed his tender voice, make the righteous way your choice, with his angels will rejoice, beyond time, From the darkness into light, come let Jesus make you right. He will lead you through the night, beyond time, beyond time, beyond time, while the voice of Jesus calls you, beyond time, if in sin you longer wait, you may find no open gate, trust in him and don't be late, beyond time.
0: Why did you ask
1: the Lord, let me say that three times? You didn't know I heard that, did you? I'll leave that up to him. I felt impressed. to asked him yesterday, did his church have a steeple on it? And the one I saw had a steeple on it. And he asked the Lord, let me say that three times to him during the service. And I said that three times. Never did. Notice that later when I heard that. I'm just having a little fun with my brother over here. But for some reason, he asked the Lord, let me say that three times. And I left that alone and I come back and say it again. And I left alone and come back and said it again. You know the Lord's a mind reader and a heart regulator.
0: <laughs>
1: we have a little uh, black sister down home, good little sister said he's a he's a chaperone god and a heart regulator. Yeah. Romans thirteen. And ten. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. It's good to have neighbors next door. It's got love in the hearts. Don't work no ill to his neighbor. Therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. You know love's the most powerful source I can think of right now, or force I can think of right now, love. Oh have mercy. Mother run through the fire because of love. I started Newcastle one morning over there in the middle of Oklahoma. I come by houses. Smoke pouring out of it. There's uh, folks uh, there, and I went on uptown and I stopped in a little 7 Eleven. lady said, I live right out yonder, big old house on the side of the road. I said, Where do you live? She told me. I said, Sure enough. Well, there's a house out there, smoke coming out of a while ago. Phone ringing, and they, she went hysterical. The house on fire. And, and, oh, I got to get there, got to get there. Well, I took her. And we went out there and we let her out. The smoke just boiling out across the road in a big, wide, oh, I don't know, it was a hundred yards of cross looked like to me. And she jumped out of my pickup before I could grab her. She ran into that smoke. That's a mother.
0: Yeah.
1: And her children was in that house. It choked her to death in there, fall out in that smoke, But she and me running after. But just so happens, got across through there and run out on the other side, and they grabbed her over there. Love. Love. Just called Mom to give her life right like that. She didn't die, but some of her children were burnt, some. They didn't die. 11th verse, and that knowing the time, that is now high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the arm of light. Let us walk honestly in the day, not in rioting or drunkenness, not in chambering and wetness, not in strife and envying, but put you on, the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Time. What time is it? We ask that all the time. Well, it's high time to wake out of darkness. It's time to lay off some things and put on some things. It's time to get up and do some walking. Amen? Put on the Lord Jesus. Put on the arm of God. Cast off the works of darkness. Get up and do some walking. It's time to get with it. I'm not a great Bible scholar. I'm not a great mental wizard. I'm not a great prophecy preacher. But I'm going to tell you all one thing. I know that we're in the end time. We are not yet to come to a period of time or a period of years that will be the end time years or the end years we've been in them for a good while. Amen. Amen. We're down to almost down to complete one world government. We're almost into one world currency. We're, we're, we're in fast as we can possibly in, in, into a world ruler. That'll rule the world. They're talking to sinners down where I live. Don Rich say it's a mark of the beast. They tell Brother Moore Sinners rank sinners don't even go to church. It's a mark of the beast. Oh, wow. On the radio down where I live, they say it's a mark of the beast. They can see better than we can where we're headed. Time, time. It's high time to get with it. Get with it. It's time to wake up. It's time to get up. I'll tell you what. Revelations 10 and 5 said, the angels stood on the land and sea and said, time will be no longer. It's about over, children. We're down to where the sun cycle on us. An angel will soon be proclaiming, time no longer. Time will be over. What are you doing with it? Brother, we buried Brother uh, uh, the other day. McDaniel, Brother Clarence, preacher for 40 years, friend of mine. He preached a message that's talked in Oklahoma and lived for years and years on wasted time. He preached that out there at Pharaoh." In Oklahoma, a little bitty place out in the woods, little church. He preached on wasted time. It's gone everywhere in that country. Everybody, I didn't hear it, but they got word of it and they brought it to me. Clarence preached on wasted time. You ought to heard it, Brother Moore. Great, God have mercy, you give all you own. You could give all you could get together. If you could call back time after a while that you wasted and given it to God and done something for God. No boy down home didn't have vision past the end of you know spiritually. He said, it ain't a time to build churches. It ain't a time to build churches and, and put great monies in things. We're too near to the end time. My Lord, man, have mercy, man. I said, I was aiming to try to get two or three million at least invested in churches, in missionary work, in buildings. So when the great fire broke out, if it was anywhere where I could see it. It was over in heaven looking at it. Wherever I could say, thank God, Lord, we invested three million in that fire for you. Right. You had something to burn down that we put up for you. I'd hate for you to burn the world up and Christians say we didn't put a dime in it. I'd rather put a bunch in it. So they could say that's what we built for God over there. That's burning down over there in Africa. That's what we built for God.
0: Take it with you.
1: Yeah. Great Lord. Time to move.
0: Yes.
1: You know what you folks need to do? You need to get with it. It's the end time. Wasted time. Have you wasted much of it? Have you wasted much of your time? After a while, we're not going to have any time left. Did you know in acts seventeen twenty one it talks about time spent. How do you spend your time? Amen well, maybe you maybe you're like the folks that, uh, uh, that spent their time in nothing else. But these are the hear or tell, something new. What's the latest? What have you heard? <laughs> yeah. Brother Rackley came from San Bernardino, California, greatest native orange belt in the world, and come to Oklahoma, uh, Don, and when he landed there, drove in there in his old car, a fellow met him down to church where they knowed him and said, Well, I hate to hear you and Sister Rackley broke up, Brother Rackley. Well, he said, I didn't know it. He said, it's, I've been three days on the road. <laughs> he was worse than old Willie, but I mean old Willie's been on the road, but he's been on the road. You know, Willie ain't the only one been on the road. I sang on the road again, too, but it's a different tune. He said, when I left three days ago, she told me, she the world of me. Couldn't wait till I got back. Said, if it's, we broke up, it's happened since I left. <laughs> Spent their time and nothing but to sit around spitting Whittler's Corner and, 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 and swap tails. I'm gonna tell you the truth, God bless you now don't get mad at me because probably ain't a guilty one in here. But I'm gonna tell you some phone line need to be took out or silenced or something. Come on. Because spending time and nothing else just talk to and fro on things that don't mean a thing. No. Oh help us, Lord. I'm gonna talk about time, wasted time. What do you do with your time? Mm-hmm. This fellow standing down in the pool hall, play pool all day today. Stay there till it closes. Every day. What does it mean? What does it avail? Yeah. What are you doing with your time? You don't have much left. Amen. Well, I'd sing the choir if I carried a tune. I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd pray for God to help me sing my faith and see if I can get a hold of a right. Time. You wish for it back. If I just had a few more minutes, I, I could talk to my son or my daughter, tell them I loved them. If it just had a few more minutes, I could ask that old boy's forgiveness. As men dying right now, if they could just get to who they want to get to, they didn't when they had time to do it, but time's
0: gone.
1: Amen. Across the camp meeting ground in Mount Tabor, Arkansas, walked old brother Ed. Discouraged. Wayne Dillard walked across that ground, slapped him right in the middle of the back. That's all he'd done. And said, Ed, I'm for you if that'll help you. He didn't walk 25 steps till he met me, and he said, Brother L.L., he said, Brother Moore, you'll never know what in the world that done to me. He said, I was down. Nobody knows but me. I was into it. He said, I depressed. And that rang that walked by and slapped me in the middle of the back and said, I'm for you if that'll help you, Ed. And walked on. He said, he put the that, uh, uh back in my step, Brother Addis said. I put in his. He said, I put spacerinctum into him. I don't know what it is. I've never looked it up in the dictionary. I'm afraid to if it's in there.
0: But whatever it is, it helped him.
1: And I'd like to put it back to somebody else. Oh, that died! Didn't sleep a week for five months, and looked like a go. And I saw a vision myself as I lay on the bed, dancing to the right as hard as it could, and dancing to the left as hard as it could. I said, "God, don't raise up, and I'm going
0: again." Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you see, I don't believe in that. The hogs, and the birds, and the worms, and the roots do. Well that's why we know for ball teams and then we wonder what Daniel meant by lions and well we shouldn't be so shook up over animals. We name all of our boys that and they get on the team somewhere, the bird, the tiger, and the lions. Well, that, don't tell me you don't believe in shouting. Your baseball team win. So you had now said you get to learn guide us, and have to go to the doctor. Sure you believe in demonstrations and emotions. Sure, just about everybody li- li- live, li- li- believe believes in that five certain kinds of it, but they believe in it. Right. <laughs> what are you doing with your time? Right. Now, I can't understand the Bible. Do you read it? If you can't understand nothing in the Bible, you need counseling for sure. Because God didn't write a book that hard to understand. Amen? Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Time. What are you doing with your time? You know, time right here is as good a time as you ever spent in your life, and you'll never regret any of it. And as you near the end of your life, you'll be like that woman I prayed for in in Arkansas. not, Not Arkadelphia. I've been to some famous places, slap out Arkadelphia and Frog Level, help meetings in famous places like that. But this place was in Arkansas, and she had cancer and went to pray for her, and she said, if I could go back one more time to God's house, Brother Moore, if I could just get there, I'd stand and lean up against the wall, never say a grumbling word if I couldn't even get a seat to sit in. I'd stand and lean against the wall if I could just go back one more time. Time, 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 time is running out. Your time and my time. We sang that course in Oklahoma, time running out on you. A fellow called me a while back from the state of Virginia on his car phone. Brother Moore, he said, I've heard God uses you. He said, well, son, if he does it, ain't because he needs me. <laughs> Not a bit. He got a thousand volunteers standing ready to take my place any time else. He said, Mama's bad. Mama's a great woman. Yes, I know you, Mama. She lived in a faraway place from me. Yeah, I know you, Mama said, and she's a great woman, she is, son. Your mom indeed is a great woman. But the more she's sick, pray for her. If the Lord shows anything, will you tell me? I quit promising folks I would a long time ago. No, I will not promise you that I will tell you if God shows me. If it's God's will, I'll tell you. That's right, I wouldn't talk to y'all. To the Lord help
0: not
1: fell on my face and went to prayer for her, and I seen that hearse come rolling by. I seen that hearse come rolling. Mama wasn't too old. A lot of women lived many years long with her. Seen that hearse come rolling by. That little businessman, this boy's a businessman, called me a few days, Brother more what the Lord showed you? I said, I don't guess I'm to really tell you much about this situation. I'm praying for you. I need to know, Brother what the Lord showed you. I don't feel I don't tell about it. But he, I said, Well, can you hold it? I thought he could. He said and he did I'm going to tell you. I saw her come rolling by. Why'd you tell her, Brother Moore? Because I felt like her time was nearly gone. And if I didn't tell it, she might need to know it. So she could do some things she'd planned on doing it when he got out where she didn't have nothing left on. Good woman. He, he he went silent on the other hand, son. I said, I'm sorry. Can't tell you nothing else, but you asked me, didn't you? And you asked me to tell you. And I'm not I'm 2 not faced, and I'm not playing games with people. We're looking for God's will and God's truth. I saw the hearse. Thirty days later, a little, little more than thirty, he called me at the other time between then, and then he said, she's gone, Mother Moore. She's gone. Well, did they all do that? No. Sister Pat come to my church and he's gonna operate it on thought she had cancer While she before she went to surgery. She is at church, she was able to get there and then going in for a cancer surgery. I saw her walking down the hall in the hospital in the gown, her gown walking down the hall, and she's well, and no sign of cancer. It wasn't cancer, it wasn't cancer. Well, that's easy to tell after it happens, but I told the church before it happened. That's right. I said to her, before she went, I see you walking down the hall in your gown, and, and there's no cancer. They didn't find no cancer.
0: Oh, glory, glory, she said.
1: That's the way I seen you sliding in that car when we was on the platform before you come up here to church and had prayer for you that God would inspire you. You watch how you drive.
0: Time. <laughs> time.
1: What are you doing with your time? If you die today or tonight, and God keeps a record like I think he never forgets anything. I forget. I sat beside an old boy sitting right there last night and I made met him out there. Maybe here's one. I met him out there. I don't know. I'm looking for him ferociously now, but I met him out there. I said, I, mean, I want to see you. He said, I sat right beside you. We are in a perilous time. We ought to redeem the time, like Ephesians five sixteen tells us to redeem the time. Some people don't care what to do with the time, but you need to be careful about your time. First Peter four and two talks about the rest of his time. You got seven more years to live. God, you tell some of us that you got five, you got four, you got three and a half. If God told you today. If you had three years to live, what would you start doing with your time? With your time. Revelation 12 12 talks about a short time. Just a few expressions here. We buried my preacher friend. I was his father in the gospel 40 years the other day. He thought he had more time. He thought he'd be here a while
0: longer.
1: He just slipped and fell in the bathroom and hit his head on the tub. and it, It cut a place on his head. My head killed me, said why? rushed him to the hospital. I was over here at Dayton, Ohio, and they called and said, He's in the hospital. God spoke to me. I turned to Benny while they're still talking. I said, He's gone, Benny. He's gone. We ought to pull him out of it. Hope to bring him out of it. I said, Benny's gone. He's already gone. He was. Oh, if you'd known Dad was leaving, you'd have said more to him, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. You'd have said more to mother if you'd know what she's leaving. With you. you took back a few things you said you shouldn't have said, wouldn't you? Right. Leaving. Time. Going. Time, time, Going. time. Going. It's running out on us. What are you doing with it? Paul said, the time of my departure is at hand. Uh-huh. He knew it. I wish we could keep abreast of what God wants us to know. Paul could. He said, the time of my departure is ahead. He preached in a place and they wept sore on him because he said, you should see my face no more. Hey, so he'll be back. Don't believe that. He'll be back. If you would not know when Grandpa waited that last time, he would have been such hurry with you. You would have said, if I don't even work tomorrow, I'm going to stay here and talk to Grandpa a while. Right. But you went to work and Grandpa went to heaven. Any time is in the Bible quite a a bit. That time and this time and all time and the same time. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your time? Very important to think about that. Your time. You have a message on the time. I'm going to give you another one here. Another little message. I had these two, and, and I couldn't get rid of either one of them, so all I know to do is preach both of them. But I want you God. to think about time now. and well, Let's try to do something worthwhile with our time. Pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Do something with your time. Make good use of your time. And now I won't say, how do you do? How do you do? We use that expression down home quite a bit. You meet folks, how do you do? Old
0: do do? Oh, folks, you say it all the time,
1: how do you do? And they said, how do you do? But they were actually saying, how do you do? That's it. We use it. That. That's my text. How do you do? I'll say it. I'll preach to your own time. I want you to think about it now, about your time. What you, wasted time. Time well spent. Make your lecture count. Make your lecture count. Wouldn't you like to be a winner? You ain't going to knock a home run every time, but I'm going to tell you what you can try. All right, how do you do? In the book of Acts, book of Acts, 15th chapter and the 36th verse. Some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. How do you do? Do you like it? Have you left your first love? Can they count on you to midweek service now? Since you had a little fuss in the sun school class? How do you do? How do you react? How do you do? Good. How you do has to do with the spirit you have. Right. I pastored a church, nine of them. Never was success in any of them, but I meant to be. <laughs> I had one church, we had about 35 families there, and uh, there was an old boy that loved to disrupt a class. (laughs) He loved to get in a Sunday school class and ask something that is 40 miles from what they're studying all week. That he's sure there wasn't nobody to be able to answer it in 40 miles (laughs) and ask it and just shake the teacher all to pieces, and they'd try to answer it when they should never have been attempted to. Can God do anything? Yes, yes, yes. Could he make a rock so big he couldn't move it? <laughs> <laughs> he ran folks out of that class. They wouldn't go in there. How do you do? Huh? Do you think the way to discuss the Bible is find some unreasonable thing you can ask so you can upset everybody at equilibrium and sit there because nobody knows what you're talking about, it makes you look like you're smart because nobody knows what you're talking about? Yeah. Do you know one of the smartest men I've ever heard of was a, a German preacher? They had a great scholar in that country who was an atheist, and this happened, and he could talk old Hebrew and Greek. He could quote that and speak it, and, and he always ask preachers that came to whole meetings for that church where he attended, and he'd like to go down and give trouble, And he had always uh, asked him a question in Hebrew or Greek. And the old German didn't know either one, but he answered him in German. And the scholar didn't know German, and he is too smart to admit he didn't know it. And the old man didn't know Greek or Hebrew, smart enough to know that that guy didn't know German. So the fellow said, this is the smartest preacher you folks have ever got in this country here. He had debated everyone in there and just shamed them because he was so far above them took a course in the life of Paul and memorized every bit of it. But the old preacher sunk his boat. I had a funeral with this fanatic. jerk you ever meet a fanatic? I may be within my text. How do you do? Might be the reason folks don't like you. How do you do? Maybe the reason you don't do so well is what you do. Personal question, how do you do? Let's go again and see how they do. Let's see if that old boy's leading the choir is still anointed with the Holy Ghost and fire. You, let that, uh, you know, I saw a special... You don't hear me sing a special very often. Well, I saw one one night and an old boy said, it sound like a hoot out of me. <laughs> Knocked me out. It took me three minutes to get back in the service. i would tell you, like to knock me completely out. How do you do... It ain't what others, it's what I'm asking you, son. How do you do? If it was interesting enough to Apostle Paul to take a trip and go down and see how they've done, it's interesting to L.D., how do you do, son? <laughs> Has it got you down? Did it knock you out? Nobody aimed you. You forgot what you text was and didn't even say what you aimed to say and didn't pronounce out what you did said? And all to tell you you are. <laughs> as much in the know, not Make such a ferocious mistake as that. How do you do? How do you overcome that stuff? How did you come up out Did you come up? It's not the mistakes you made in embarrassed you so that hurt us so bad. It's because of what had happened to you, what done to you. Yeah. Amen? Come on. Preacher, man, how do you do? We got a young man in this house this morning It says God is calling to preach. And he told me that's the very idea. I said, I don't know if he did or not. Oh, did you fall out because, have you been this morning because some preacher man just blasted you look like and didn't just hug and pet you like all of them the done? He just come straight across and told his sister at your tongue, uh, like this, Wilson did. That sister said, pray for me in my tongue. He said, we have an over here 14 feet long, sister, we try to get it on it. Just shook her up, but that's the very thing she needed. Uh, how are you doing this morning? How do you do? Have you just about quit God in the church? I was uh, singing that and that fellow interrupted. a Monica dial, knocked the tune completely out of me. God was just schooling me so I would be able to take the blast and go ahead. Amen. I had to go back in that class and tell that fellow to be quiet. That was at Norman. He don't go there anymore. To stay with what the teacher's teaching. Anybody can study up a bunch of tomfoolery all week long and then try to confuse the teacher with it that studied on one lesson for that Sunday. I tell you, pastoring churches is worse than herding a bunch of them longhorn cattle in Texas. (laughs) And well, I wouldn't trade it for nothing, and i passed her this thing here. And, 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 and he, he goes where I go, and his mother and daddy goes there. His mother's a little woman that walks on crutches. would never been able to walk on her feet. Raised her family. You know, We had a water baptizing one Sunday, and she was out there on the side of the pond, a nice cream pond, and, uh, and was baptizing folks, and she said, I want to be baptized. Now, understand, she don't walk on her legs. I don't know how she does, but she walks on crutches, but she can't walk without them. She'll fall. If I said, you can't come out here in this sandy bottom, in this deep of water, on them crutches, but you want to be baptized. How do you do? Do you just fold up when things hit you? Now, I'm not being critical when I'm asking you a question. That's what Paul didn't want to do. he go down and say, oh, you're a bunch of folks we couldn't do it without you. You're the prettiest things in the world. It's totally like right I looked at the water. and I said, when I went a beauty contest, he didn't say a word, but his mind said, you're ugly. Uh, as born, glory to God. I said, she said, I said, me and your husband have to carry you out there in arms and baptize you. She said, I ain't afraid. We just took her out there and baptized her. No old boy standing on the bank and you know him. Six foot one. The brown boy that stutters, Standing on the bank with his wife. Never been baptized because he's afraid of water. That's the reason Jay hadn't been baptized. How do you do are you letting some little fear or something, ain't big as a toenail nearly, drive you out? You can't come to church because you've got to, why, I preached a while back and pulled my sock off and the whole bottom of my right big toe come off. Nothing but raw meat left like hamburger meat. I never did not know I was in trouble. Did you miss it? it? wasn't enough to miss over. I used to work in the oil field with my daddy. My Lord have mercy, worked 35 hours at one time before it come off the clock. Worked 40 hours a week, I was 14 years old, went to school every day. Daddy in the hospital in Narmacy. How do you do? Let's go again, Horvath Ben, and see how they do. You don't mean that old brother still a shouting and then cussed him like he did and made fun of his preaching? Didn't seem like it had no faith on him. I love that, boy. <laughs> I love that. Jay Brown handed his pocketbook to his wife and said, Any woman that has to go on crutches and let men carry her out there and baptize her, and if they drop her, she the ground. He said, I'm going to be baptized, and here he comes. Right. Hadn't been baptized because he's afraid of water. Behind where we baptized him, it dropped off to 15 foot. I've been not a fish, but I can swim. And, and it dropped off to deep water because we always kept him up in the shallow water, and I told a fellow, help me, don't mention nothing about that deep water back out there. If we get anybody out there, we are going to have somebody drown when they don't need to. I've seen folks that have been better off than to drowned years ago while they're saved. We started old Jay backwards and he went to running. He got scared again. I thought, <laughs> oh, bless God, now we're in charge of this now, Jay, you're not. If you think, now you had the same spirit out else you'd have been with him. we just run faster with him. Put him under, But I <laughs> Only chance to baptize the pretty cat. Hallelujah. we run hard as we could with him and shout him. And when we raised him up. I stepped one foot off that deep place behind. Him. he scared death waterfall that time. I stepped one foot off that and we sh- and, and then finally had to go to uh, 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 dog pallet and push him with one hand and try to hold him up because he kept kind of come backwards. <laughs> we finally shoved him far enough away from there until we got out of Just a simple little. that ain't even the gospel, did you know it? But look, how do you, the only reason they went to see they weren't going to preach so much they just check things out. Such <laughs> brown, yes, yes. You still going to church? Oh, glory to God. Yes, and we had a great meeting. Some folks come just to raise me, this meeting. They go back, said the best camp meeting was ever at.
0: Hallelujah. Enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah.
1: We had three thousand folks. And he said that. I didn't tell them. Hey, train we had the biggest story in this lifetime It's about ever had. One fellow said there's five thousand on the ground one night. I said we always shooting shooting but there's a bunch there. I have a motel in the whole country around there full of people.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know what? Sometimes as we travel, as we go, the Lord wants to check on, how do you do? We'll check it out here, how's he making it? Well, this old boy came to Bristol, we had some of the best singing you've ever heard, and some of the worst at times. <laughs> and uh, do you know he came? And we had good meeting in L.L., and I got around to him. The only time he'd ever been a meeting like that in his life. I passed him a while one time. And I said, Well, how'd you like to meet? And he says off the singing and the music was a little too loud. How do you do? I'm saying, How do you do? Do you think it's edifying to disagree every time? Some folks the thing to do they think every time is to be unreasonable. It's like the old man that eats his wife's good cooking on the wood stove, like to eat everything on the table. So honey, how did you like it? He said, taste a little woody. <laughs> I like to eat everything on the table. How do you do? Let's go again where we've been and see how to do. It's broke my heart to make the trips around again. And I can't get around where I've been now. But some are sick. Some are sick. It breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Summer rejoicing encourages my heart. Would mm-hmm. you like for to shut all the churches down? Listen, did you ever hear of church trouble? I'm going to tell you all to don't let it out. This is Echoes of Wholeness Radio. Thank you for joining us today. Aware of the flooding in Eastern Kentucky, Echoes of Wholeness Radio has on our website at echosofwholeness.org a donation offering link where 100% of the donations there will go to help the flood victims of the Eastern Kentucky flooding. The flooding has left many pastors and church members without homes and devastated you can go to echoesofhomes.org to donate or contact the pastors
0: there thanks for joining us